Hello world, this is Michael Melcher and this is Meanwhile. Specifically, this is a mini Meanwhile, one of a new series of short episodes with just me because we have a lot to say and we can't fit it all in in our regular podcasts. Today, I want to talk about asking for permission, including times when you're asking for permission without even realizing you're doing that. Engaged listeners of this podcast know I am a father. I have super adorable twin toddler sons. They're identical twins, two years and nine months old, uh, Nico and Mateo. It's a joy of my life. It's a dream come true. I love being a dad. I'm pretty damn good at it, I have to say. And they look like little adorable supermodels. This is a relatively recent thing for me, and I am at a somewhat advanced age, and I waited a long time before making this happen. I remember more than 20 years ago when I was in law school talking with a classmate about different options and what were the advantages and disadvantages and risks of each, including trying to have a baby with a friend, adoption, and surrogacy. That was more than 20 years ago. Now, the way I became a father was through this process of in vitro fertilization and surrogacy. And this is a really complicated and long and expensive process. It involves a lot. For example, it involves law and lawyers. At one point, I had to go to court in Minnesota to have them give me a judgment that I was, in fact, the father of my own biological children. Fun fact. Yes, that's what I had to do. Science is involved, petri dishes, various types of exams, genetic tests, et cetera, et cetera. You have to find an egg donor, and you're basically deciding whose genes are going to be half of your children. You have to have a surrogate who is a person who is going to bear those children. And uh, it's super expensive. It costs more than $100,000. That's actually on the low side. And none of it is tax deductible and none of it is paid for by insurance. Yay. So yeah, there are lots of reasons why it might take a long time and be complicated and you know involve some thinking. But Come on, does it take 20 years to do something like that? I don't think so. And it was only after I had my children and I was looking back at, you know, the whole zigzaggy trail that led there. And I had this flash of insight, which was that for many years, I had been essentially asking permission of others of the world to do this, or alternately waiting for people to persuade me that this was a great idea. And I think there are reasons for this. I grew up at a time when being a gay father was unusual. It's still somewhat unusual. Even being a nurturing, caregiving father uh, is more unusual than it really should be. And I kind of wanted people to uh, approve of me and buy into this idea and tell me it was a good idea. But I think on some level, I felt that I wasn't really allowed to do it by myself. And so if other people could only give me permission, then I could make it happen. And looking back, it's kind of a pathetic, you know, sad commentary, but it's true. That's really how I felt on some level. And once I realized that it wasn't anybody else's job to persuade me to do it, and I didn't need permission from anybody to do it, I did it. I went through the 200 steps that are required to make this happen. My whole life changed in exactly the way I'd wanted it to. Now, this made me wonder, well, if on this huge thing that was so important to me, I waited 20 years waiting for some kind of permission, where else am I waiting for permission in my life? And the interesting thing is that it's not so obvious because in some parts of my life, I was always a super go-getter and I would go up against odds 
and I would make things happen. So when I was 14, I decided I wanted to be a great speech and debate person, even though I had very little talent and a lisp. And eventually I did become very successful. I was California state champion in extemporaneous speaking, as I may have previously disclosed. I wanted to go off to a big, um, rigorous, famous East Coast college. And I did, even though people told me I would never get into Harvard because um, I didn't know anybody and it was impossible. And also it was stupid to go there and I should just go to junior college in my hometown. People actually said these things to me. I studied Chinese just because I felt like it. I thought it'd be cool. And it was. So I did a lot of stuff without really waiting for anybody to give me ideas on what to do. And at the same time, there are many things that I've seen myself wait on, kind of awaiting other people's permission. I have to say some of my creative projects, books I've worked on and so forth, or a bit of a combination of an idea and then kind of wanting people to assure me that it was a good idea and to go for it. And that only added to the period of time it took to do it. Uh, to some degree, even being a person who was confident about my own sexuality, I kind of was out loud and proud and at the same time wanted people to say it was okay and let me be this modern, mentally healthy gay person um, until I realized that that was for me to decide, not for others. And even small things related to how I live my life. What type of focus should my coaching business have? How much time should I spend out of New York? Should I go on this vacation or not? Um, should I hire a baby nurse? Should I hire a baby nurse for more than a week? Should I hire a baby nurse for more than a month or three months? All these kinds of things. Should I get macaroni and cheese for dinner, for God's sake? I would kind of ask advice, but really wanting other people to tell me it was okay. And I think this is pretty endemic in our lives, that we kind of source opinions from other people, and it's always to get advice and support. But a lot of times what we're really doing is we are giving up our personal agency. We are asking other people for their permission to do something, or we're asking for the world as a whole to give us permission. And you know what? You don't need it. You don't need any of it to do the things that are important to you. So here's a little homework assignment. I want you to think back over some of the significant things that you've gone after in your life. They might have been things you achieved, or they might have been things that you didn't achieve or didn't even let yourself go for, and kind of make two lists. One are the things that you didn't wait for permission to go after. And the second is the things you did wait for permission for. And then turn to the present and think about what are some things you're interested in right now? What are some ideas you've had or goals you've had or almost fantasies of things you'd like to do? or just small day-to-day -day things, and ask yourself, where am I waiting for permission? Where am I asking for advice or support, but really just asking other people to persuade me to do something? Because the thing is, for almost everything in your life that's important, you don't need anybody's permission. You only need your own. This is Michael Melcher with a mini Meanwhile.